Hey guys, um, today is Wednesday night, May 25th. What, what, what a day, right? I think it's been a processing for everyone. A lot less quiet, a lot more thankful, prayerful, and um, just thinking of what can I do to help make a change going forward, like, and not trying your best to become numb to this. Someone on Facebook posted a list of the schools of all the shootings, and I didn't count, but I just couldn't believe it was as many schools and universities, and it was insane. And this small part of me was just like, I didn't even know this. Should I know this? You know, you know, I have a hard time. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time not processing things that take place, but, uh, how do I say it? I'm trying to think of the words. Well, for me, I try not to stay there. You know, um, it's like you pray, you don't want to forget, but I also try not to just stay there. Like that sadness, you know, like you feel the feels and you don't move too quickly. Like you, you're aware and you stay conscious and you pray for the parents. Like yesterday, my son and I, we prayed for the parents. We pray for the community. I even thought about the first responders who had to go in there. You pray for them because people are changed by this tragic event. And so you stay aware, you stay sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But I just try not to stay in that somber I think for me, it's just not good. I used to be like this before Christ, where I'd just be kind of like a sad, like stay in those moments way too long. And so I try my best not to. But in doing so, I want to say this. I've kind of maybe become numb to it, but also like I just can't think about it. Like I just like I can't I don't want my thoughts to go there. So anyhow, yeah, I didn't watch too many videos that I did see and because it's just it's heartbreaking I have three kids and my son and the questions that he's been asking over the past two days are tough you know one of his questions was how does Satan enter the heart of people causing them to do bad things why would someone want to kill someone else who never hurt them why did God create evil? It's like it was this rabbit hole of very good questions because he's curious and he's so pure and innocent. He's eight years old. And I just pray that I did my best in answering them to the best of my ability. I was thinking about like what I had planned to talk about today for this specific episode. And I feel like the Holy Spirit kind of switched it up on me. Because the other day when I was writing down notes for this podcast, I mean, I was flowing and I'm sure I'll talk about it uh, maybe on the next one. But this one, I just want to talk about authority and the conversation I had with my son. And I told him, you know, we all have choices to make. We should choose good. We should choose God choices. We should Follow what the word says. We should listen to what God is asking of us. I said, but we all have choices. And sometimes there is a thought that might come into your mind to do something that's opposite to what God is saying. And so it's what you do with that thought. Do you take that thought and you think about it 
Or do you say, no, I reject this thought. I don't want to have this thought. You can basically rebuke it. I said, but what happens is, and the Bible even talks about this. If you take a thought and you meditate on it, you eventually can act it out. I said, and that's why the Bible talks about thinking about things that are lovely, that are pure, and that are a good report. And I said, everything from God, everything from God is good. And I make sure that when I'm talking to him, I'm referencing the Bible because I don't want him to say, my mom said this. I mean, he may do it anyway because, you know, that's what we do. That's And he's he's a kid and he's like my mom said this because he does it with his friends but I'm like no God says this and because God said it we should live according to this or because God said it we can walk in this and so I just began to think about the authority that we have as believers and the peace that should come from that authority and also from knowing the Holy Spirit Something I heard someone say months ago was that he'd always he does confessions with his son. He said, I always confess that my kids know the voice of God because the voice of God will get them out of more situations than knowing other scriptures. And I was like, that is so good. So at night, my kids confess. They have their confessions every single night. And one of them is that I know the voice of God. Because the voice of God can warn them, the voice of God can lead them in the right direction, and the voice of God can correct them. And I want them to be sensitive to his voice at a very early age. My prayer has always been that they'd come into the knowledge of Christ at a young age. And my son is definitely of that age where he has more of an awareness. He has um, more of an understanding of God. And so, like I said, these questions come at us strong (laughs) daily throughout the day, and I don't want to just put it off to the side because I don't know how to answer it or I don't know what to say or I feel like that's too deep but I want to be sensitive at least to the Holy Spirit that I'm able to answer him in the best of my ability you know and if you think about the father the God the father he's never putting us to the side when we ask him questions if we're asking him questions He wants us to come to him with questions, just as my son asked me at least 50 plus questions yesterday and today. God wants that same thing. And he's ready to answer your questions. He's ready to give you truth because he is truth. And so I want to just go back also to the authority that we have and how you can dictate your day. You can dictate your season. You can dictate your your mood, your moment, a transition with your words. Your words carry weight when you walk in the authority given to you by Christ Jesus. The Bible says that there is life and death in the power of the tongue and that we should choose life. The tongue is such a powerful weapon because as as James says, one minute you can bless someone and in the next minute you can curse someone. And if we raise our hand, we've all been there. I love you. I love you. Then it's like they do something you don't want. And it's like venom is spit out. Right. Even in all that. Right. We still have authority. Like when my son, he just had something going on with his eye. And I was like, let me pray for you because I have authority as a believer that I can command his eye to be well. I can command him to have good sleep and not be irritated by it. And the more aware we are of the authority that we have in Christ, 
the more confident you become that he's going to back up your word. It's not my job to back up the authority I have in Christ. Heaven backs me up. God backs me up. When he says that I'm more than a conqueror, when he says that greater and he greater is he, Christ Jesus, that is in me than he that is in the world. That's the authority that he's given me. So as I told my son, yes, Satan exists, but he is defeated. And so the follow up question was, if he's defeated, how does he still exist? I said he exists because the world is fallen. But because we have Christ on the inside of us, because Jesus lives in us, the Holy Spirit's in us, we're always greater than him. Satan isn't a big bad wolf that you've read about. Like, you know, these stories. He's not a big bear. He's I said he's none of that. I say he's so small, but people imagine him to be bigger than what he is. And he's not. God is greater in you than he is. So you can go to bed knowing I am protected by God. God is with me. Because one thing in sharing, because he overheard a conversation, I didn't want my son to go to bed fearful. Now he's out of school now, and I'm thankful for that, as I was telling my sister-in-laws, because we were able to have the conversation in home, and he didn't have to hear it through students, his peers, or teachers. I'd rather that conversation be in the house, because we will navigate it a lot different than other people, I'm sure. But I wanted to remind him who we are in Christ Because let's be honest, the world's not talking about that. But as believers, we have to be reminded who we are in Christ. What is God saying to us? Where is he leading us? And like I said, and I think I don't know what podcast it was. I think it was like um, two or three episodes prior that don't sleep on the Holy Spirit. Don't sleep on his leading. Don't sleep on his his corrections because his corrections is protection. And so this is not a long podcast. It's not going to be a long podcast. I just wanted to come on and just talk about the authority that we have and just remind you and to stir you up that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And if you fear fear for yourself or for your kids, I want you to be reminded that God has not given me a spirit of fear but of love and of power. And I have a sound mind. Speak peace over your kids. Speak peace over your day. Speak peace and protection over them. Every single person has been assigned ministering angels. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What do you want me to do? Where should I go? Show me. You know, all of those things with having authority, with having access, direct access to God, direct access You're in the know. And that's good because some people try to finesse their way to be in the know, but only the finessing you need to do is receive Christ. And you're literally in the know of what he has for you, where he wants to lead you, and also to see and hear what he is saying to you. And of course, that's found through as you read your Bible and you develop your relationship with him, it becomes easier to hear those still small voices that correction, that direction, it becomes, it just becomes easier. Thank you, Father, for today. I just speak peace over all those who are listening tonight. Surround everyone who's hurting with faith 
and love. Faith and love. Holy Spirit, comfort them in this time. You can't comprehend it. But you're a helper. And as the Bible says, you are close to the brokenhearted. So may they sense your love. May they sense your comfort. Be with them tonight. Be with the families. Be with those who, like I said, the paramedics, the police officers, the, this, the town that are forever marked and scarred by this. Thank you, Father. And for those listening, I thank you, Father, for helping them to rise up in authority. I thank you, Father, for helping them to rise up in who they are in you. I know who I am because I know who I belong to and I belong to Christ. My authority is not given by the world nor by my boss. Like you might have authority at work. My authority is from Christ Jesus and heaven backs my words up. My words carry weight when I use the word of God. Thank you, Father, that all their needs are met according to your riches as your word has promised, God. Whatever they need, thank you, Father, for blessing them abundantly. They shall lack no good thing in regards to food, clothing, gas, shelter, whatever it is. I thank you, Father, that their needs are always supplied in the name of Jesus. We give you honor and glory. You are so good, and even when things are seem bleak we trust you and we hold fast to what your word says concerning us in jesus name amen a little different tonight um a little different today but i hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for tuning in guys until next time bye